Unpaid artists. Unpaid interns. You're listening to Art Pros Podcast. Now recording. What's up, everyone? What's going on? You're listening to your favorite, the second best art podcast in Baltimore City. You want to know how we know that? We know that because we looked it up on Google. And you want to know who the number one is? We're looking at you, NPR. That's why the Art Pros Podcast is the second best art podcast in Baltimore City. Because NPR has more clout than us. Welcome to the smoothest art podcast on the internet. It's your boy Gage B here with Renz B. We're coming to you live from Baltimore City, Maryland. That's right. Baltimore City, Maryland. Home of crabs, the ravens, um, news about crime, the Orioles. The Orioles. (laughs) Once seen in the famous television show, The Wire, Baltimore City is a real place that we both live. It's not just a television show set. It's not just a television show. This is a real place uh, with a lot of interesting artists. Yeah, we got it going on. Come visit the city. Get get a crab cake or two at Lexington Market once it opens after seven one, seven years. Once the city's done. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> it was kind of. I mean, that place was kind of crazy. One time, I don't know if I've ever told you the story of the one time I got food from this place called Dollar Fast Food. No. You know it's good, though. That's what I thought. And it was good. I liked it. The first time I got it, I got like a burger. It was a dollar. I was like, all right, cool. I'm a broke art student. This is where I want to eat now. Every now and then when I'm passing by Lexington Market is is dollar fast food. I went there off a recommendation. So I decided to recommend it to my friends. I said, hey, let's go to dollar fast food if we're going to be down by Lexington Market today. So we did. And I got similar options as what I had gotten the first time. I got a couple of uh, cheeseburgers or each a dollar. And when I was at the register, I was uh, I said, hey, can I have a couple of cheeseburgers and a drink? And the register dude was like, yeah, sure. And it took me a couple of minutes to realize like, oh, crap, I didn't tell him what drink I wanted. But they're like preparing my order already so i just sat there curiously i was like i wonder what kind of drink this guy is gonna give me and when they came back i was excited i was like all right here's the drink it's a large drink (laughs) i didn't even pick the size i had my burgers and i sipped it and it was sweet tea the sweet tea is uh the default drink for dollar fast food and maybe for baltimore i don't know that though what i do know is when i asked for a drink i got a drink that's the type of no bullshit activity i expect from lexington market After I ate my meal, I got the worst stomach pain. The people who I invited there got really bad stomach pain as well. I'm pretty sure we all had diarrhea. So, welcome to the Art Pros Podcast. Come to Baltimore. (laughs) That's a terrible dollar fast food. So what are we here to talk about today, Renz? I, you know, I thought it would be a good idea to close the door on this whole NFT stuff because the last episode personally left me just it, just confused, left me wondering what will happen in the not so distant future of our economy. There's lots of changes going on, lots of changes with the way we exchange goods. And one of these goods happen to be art products, <laughs> art products in the form of digital digital images we're, we're looking at our screens every single day 
we have to manage our screen time. So this is a big deal. People are selling uh, crypto, crypto goons, crypto uh, punks. You ever heard of those crypto punks, Gage? No, I've never heard of a crypto punk. What is a crypto punk? Dude, a crypto punk is a small i think it was a 24 by 24 pixel image generated uh and there are thousands i don't think there are many thousands maybe 1000 i think 1400 is the number that i recall from the article that i saw the important part is that these one of these crypto punks maybe several of them sold for a million dollars this little image and the reason why is because this was a pioneering art form this little pixel, 24 by 24 pixel, was one of the first things to be sold as an NFT. This was even before all the hype, even before all the articles we're seeing in our timelines. Kind of crazy. So if any of you are lost and like, what the fuck is an NFT? They are a non-fungible token built on the blockchain. It's basically trading cards for cryptocurrency. And you can listen to our last episode to learn a little bit about that. But it's safe to say anybody who's anybody in the art world is going gangbusters over NFTs. I mean, I see it everywhere. I'm getting ads for it. I'm getting people telling me, oh, man, you should make that into an NFT. I have my mom saying, oh, is NFTs like Pokemon? It's like, what, should I get into NFTs? And we're here to tell you, Renz, what, what do we think of NFTs? Um, I'm pretty sure we have a mixed opinion on it, <laughs> first of all. You have to pay to use NFTs. This is a lot of stuff that we could not cover in the last episode unless we wanted a, I don't know, four-hour, three-hour podcast or something. We don't have the time for that. What we want to tell you today is that the reason NFTs are difficult, the reason it's hard to decide on whether or not you should jump into NFTs, this is what the art pros thinks about it. We think that if you want to invest your art into this world of cryptocurrency, you have to invest more than just your ideas. You have to invest cold, hard cash. And this is the start of where this transition of economy begins. So to mint an NFT, you need to pay a little something called a gas fee. So this is basically a tax for someone who wants to participate on the Ethereum blockchain. You know, we made that whole episode about NFTs and I was like, hmm, you know, I'm talking about how there's money to be made here. Why don't, why don't I fuck around and mint an NFT? So I go to openseas.io. I'm so cocky. I have this, this draw. Everyone, when they, when they think they figured out a way to make a quick buck, you know, the scammer in them starts to get a little bit excited. I was like, let me go mint an NFT of some of my art. I go on there and I'm like, oh man, it's free to to post anything to this auction website. Like, what a grift. I can just put this up here. It's just a digital drawing. And if anyone buys it ever, it's already a net profit. And it gets to the point where, where they go, oh, all you need to do is pay this Ethereum gas fee and we'll post as many of your NFTs online as you want. And I'm like, all right, how much could Ethereum cost? I go to, to the cart to check out. Boom, 111 bucks just to mint one NFT. Now, if you're someone who bought Ethereum on the blockchain last year, we're looking at 10 bucks for the same amount of Ethereum, but I'm not about to drop 100 bucks to put something on onto the blockchain just to sell it as a trading card. So basically, you're trying to tell me if you don't come 
with a certain amount of capital already, then this is going to be very difficult for me to sell stuff as an NFT. You're telling me that I can't just dig around my pocket and scan uh whatever was in my pocket and mint that as an NFT and get rich quick? What I'm saying is there's a minimum investment required in the form of gas fees, or that's what they call it. You know, that's that's the amount it costs for the blockchain to verify your transaction of putting this NFT on the on the blockchain. See, this is why I didn't want to get into it a little bit. As soon as I read gas fee, I was like, fee? Yeah. Fee? Also, gas. Gas keeps going up and up and up. I don't want to think about gas prices at a time like this. I just got my stimulus check. How many how many NFTs can I mint with 1400 bucks? I don't know. Probably like six. Maybe, if I'm lucky. Who knows what the gas fees are going to be six months from now when Ethereum's worth 10000 a token. Mm, see? See? This is what we're talking about. This is why this NFT stuff is confusing. This is why we thought it would be a good idea to finally shut the door. But there's a lot of digital artists who are like, I'm going to hop on the NFT train. And do you know why, Renz? Do you know why they all want to hop on the NFT train? Probably because they want that quick buck, the they get rich quick, quick scheme. They want yeah. that fucking $69,346,250 that Beeple Craps NFT sold for at Christie's at auction. And that's all they're writing dollars. about. Yep. That's all they're writing about. They're like, oh, you could just make an NFT and sell it for anything. Christie's found a way to sell a fucking JPEG on your computer. You know those things? I mean, most of the JPEGs on my computer are things I can't talk about on this podcast, but those those things that you can download for free from the internet, someone paid $70 million for those. Mm -hmm. This is probably why I think a lot of the ex more uh, pricier NFT digital art images are not only from somebody who already has a reputation as a either an illustrator or an animator, something like that. Uh, a, a lot of these I see are three-dimensional art pieces because that's not the easiest thing in the world to replicate yeah you can't just download that and then enjoy it yeah and not everybody can be you know people crap not everybody can be uh what's his name boss logic I can boss logic bro boss logic i did it um <laughs> i remembered and not everybody can be a little yachty i think i said that it you get my point i'm repeating myself because when you're selling, you got to have a demand. What's your demand? What's your market? Is your demand enough to merit spending $100 on a cryptocurrency to mint it? That's your fee. That's your gas fee. You got to travel uh, through cyberspace now. You, and you have to keep in mind marketing fees in general. You have to market that there's an NFT and you have to hope that most of your your audience knows how to get their money, their fiat American dollar translated into a cryptocurrency so that they can then bid on your stuff at auction in the first place yeah we're not trying to dissuade you from minting your own nft but you know what they say time is money yeah and if you true. think you could sell that million dollar hundred thousand dollar nft that's also the worth of your time to market is it not riddle me that get rich quick artist yeah nfts seem to be like pseudo scammy people like people who like really like to scam you out of your money they seem to be taking to this nft art thing uh like nobody's business i've seen stolen artworks put on as nfts you know because no one's regulating them which is fine whatever 
I've seen memes, bad luck Brian, that image of the smiling redhead with braces. Uh, meme image just sold for, I think, $38,000. All of those are just pictures you can find for free on the internet. So who is buying this shit? And what is the value to it? I've always thought that the value from physical forms of art that are expensive is the history attributed to those objects. And to me, there is history in meme culture as lowbrow as people want to see it as. And this particular form of digital media, this comedy, I would call it like a slice of comedy, like a joke. You're buying a joke. But you're not buying this joke because of the joke. You're buying this joke because you're getting Ethereum back. And on top of that, you get a little story to go along with it. And this is exactly, to me, exactly the same as what you would be uh, paying for when you buy um, a six to seven figure, maybe eight figure price tag on a impressionist painting that costs that much. And when you transfer that type of logic into why, you know, you, you question why the hell would someone pay that much for a meme someone probably thought that same thing when they said why the hell are you paying that much for something for a painting you know maybe that person is used to paying that much money to buy a realistic painting and next thing you know people around you're buying impressionist paintings it's kind of like the same type of uh, mindset does that make sense gage hell yes yeah, sir and what this all has me thinking about is uh the the power of novelty like all these people who are investing in NFTs are investing in them in no small part because they are an NFT, right? Like if someone were to say, hey, you could give me $38,000 for this picture on the internet, I'd be like, no, nah, I'm good. But there's like a whole market of people who are willing to buy something because it's an NFT on the blockchain, Wow, which is ridiculous. I mean, it's uh, it sounds like a lot of people are getting scammed out of their money. Yeah, what I get really hung up on is that when you sell something, Let's say you make one Ethereum. Let's say that one Ethereum right now costs $1,000. That price will fluctuate. If you want to sell it for cash the next day and it still costs $1,000, good for you. But let's say it just fucking everything completely goes to shit. And that $1,000 Ethereum is now $1. Wouldn't that suck? That's the risk you're putting yourself into. That's an extreme case scenario, I understand. But that is just a way to illustrate that none of this is guaranteed. This is all a game, seemingly. It's all it's all kind of like a like a gambling game, in my opinion. It, it That's what it feels like at this point. But that's not to say that I don't personally think that this could be a very real form of exchanging in the future. Well, yeah, I mean, definitely. There's like, could you... Could you think of anything that you think would be the ideal place for it to be sold is on an NFT marketplace? Uh, What do you mean by that? Like something where, like you mentioned 3D objects earlier being better suited for NFT minting. Can you think of like any sort of file where selling it as an NFT is better than just like, I don't know, printing it out or like selling the image through a regular channel? I can't. I can't because I've always felt like digital images, since they are so easy to reproduce, I've always thought that the most, I guess, straightforward and reasonable way to sell that type of thing is to either sell it 
as a intellectual property. Like if you make a logo, you can charge a premium for exclusive rights to using that promo and protect it under, you know, whatever legal procedure you want. You could also make prints out of it to make reproductions that you could sell for ten fifty dollars a print maybe a hundred dollars if it's a limited run and if you can swing that type uh, within your own market it's hard for me to say i think that a lot of people are buying nfts emotionally because it sounds like something that's going to be big in the future i think i i do think it's going to be something that's big in the future i'll say it as many times as i can during this pod um so that's what i get hung up on i saw something kind of interesting I saw an artist who does machine learning algorithms to like make their art. I saw them mint in a machine learning algorithm for image production that learned basically how to like generate. It's an AI thing that learned how to generate new images of money. And I saw that as an NFT. And I thought that was kind of interesting. The idea that like a programmer could write a program that has a life of its own and then sell it as an NFT. Like there's not really another marketplace for that. You know, like you can't print that out and put that on your wall, but you can certainly buy that and then use it. Like for example, you and I are the programmer pros and we're like, oh, we're going to write a machine learning algorithm that generates feet pics like you know ai feet pics and we sell that <laughs> i am a super genius i think that the only marketplace we could really sell that on is is through an nft a computer generated feet picture yeah yeah for all of our uh, foot fetishists out there that shit would really sell too maybe anime feet pics that's a good one I think a computer, you could teach a computer to do that in a couple of weeks, like perfectly reproduced, um, have the computer draw its own fan art. I like the idea of programs being sold as NFTs. And the one thing that I realized, um, you've seen animated GIFs or GIFs of sports highlights, right? Yeah, of course. People are selling those as NFTs. That, that, that messes with me, man, because like you mentioned it was unregulated earlier. I can't get my mind around how come this person isn't getting in trouble with an NBA executive yet. I'm like, what What are they going to like finally learn about NFTs six years later? Because the person who is the head of marketing in the NBA is like, maybe they're like rhetorically, let's say this dude's like 85 years old. I just don't know why. Why is this person allowed to sell NFTs as a GIF? And what I think is that when you sell an NFT, the process of minting it is something that protects the seller. Because when you mint something, you're saying, I'm making this into a completely new object that is a, um, I don't know how the, the proper legal terms, unfortunately, but I'm thinking that's how they get around the loophole of getting in trouble from the NBA. Either that or just some old guy who doesn't even know what an NFT is yet, and they're not looking into it. Like, our, our legislative bodies certainly aren't writing NFTs into legislature yet. I haven't seen anything like that. So, really, people are protected mostly because there's not any sort of regulation of the blockchain uh, beyond, like, what taxes you pay off of gaining income off of that. I'm not sure, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure it's super hard to delete something off of a blockchain. So like you make that highlight reel and you sell it, um, they can't like go in and scrub it from the blockchain. Like you would need to track someone down personally and then I guess sue them 
for losses and then you'd have to prove that like as espn you'd have to prove that you lost income because someone sold this nft to, like <laughs> prove that it has a value like how are you supposed to prove that technically all of this fucking currency like all of this crypto could be worth like is worth nothing if i was in the position as the nba dude i just send somebody over there to beat the guy up and make yeah, him just stop be, just beat him up every time you find you find another image of it that's not licensed that was bought through an nft just send a guy to go break his kneecaps yeah real quick like oh you like the blockchain how about this regular chain that i'm going to use to beat your ass <laughs> it's called i call it a lock chain because i put a really heavy padlock on it and just beat you to death with it how about i block you right in the knees yeah. <laughs> boom got four kneecaps now because i broke each of them in half oh you you don't like the lock chain well check out this rock chain what i did was i chained this rock <laughs> onto this chain and i swing it really hard and then i i i beat the brakes off of you that's what you get for posting those Kyrie Irving fail gifts on Facebook. Oh man, this is all this is all just because you know, you know I wanted that quick dollar, man. I yeah. wanted that quick dollar. I wanted that quick dollar, but I don't even I, I I'm barely selling anything on the internet because it's hard to sell anything on the internet, period. Even without the sweet, sweet honey of Ethereum drizzling down and, and like the carrot stick hanging right in front of your face i completely understand everybody who is trepidatious in their expedition of ethereum and, and nft minting and the overwhelming nature of all these ridiculous absolutely ridiculous articles that are flooding my timeline i know they're flooding my timeline because i'm clicking on them and they know that i'm gonna i'm a sucker for that shit um i'm going crazy seeing all of this you got football players rob gronkowski selling nfts you got you got elon musk pretending that he's gonna sell an nft and then he's like psych never mind i'm actually not gonna sell it because i'm a contrarian you've got grimes selling nfts Grimes, yadi selling nfts and you know what's ex extra fucked up and we probably should have covered this last episode but there's an energy consumption cost that goes with blockchain in general like if you want to for example mine bitcoin it can drive up like let's say you you plug in like 10 uh bitcoin mining rigs in your house like you're talking about paying thousands of dollars each month on electricity bills the amount of energy that an nft uses well i've seen a bunch of figures for it but the most common one is something like a single household's energy consumption for like 70 years is how much energy it uses just to mint one nft what yeah it's pretty wild i just imagined a giant factory in my mind making this digital image that we like is is literally just living in a server well that's what we turned it that's what we've turned it into um all those dinosaurs died so that i could mint this feet pick algorithm and natural gas come from the same place, but it's not some dinosaur graveyard. It's ancient ocean floors, where countless billions of tiny animals, plants, and microorganisms wound up. Wow. You gotta be kidding me. No, man. I'm like, like, last episode I was all about NFTs, and now the more I learn about them, and the more types of artists I see using them, I'm just like, fuck that. Fuck, fuck those artists. <laughs> so NFTs aren't vegan? No, they're not vegan. Damn. They eat dinosaur juice just to just to exist. Damn. So we cannot this is not the future. Is this this 
it might be the future. Like, man, so what? So the the big thing is that like a lot of uh, a lot of like large scale Bitcoin mining operations, their goal is to go net zero energy consumption using like green energy. So like solar panels and shit to power their their stuff, you know, power their mining rigs. Like I'm going to what what you can do is you buy 500 acres of land that you could use for farming. But fuck farming, right? We need to mint these uh, Pokemon cards, these uh, these Beanie Babies, which is essentially what NFTs are, is fucking Beanie Babies for the internet. We need to mint all these Beanie Babies, so I'm going to take 500 acres and cover them in solar panels so I can mine enough Ethereum to mint as many, uh, as many of these Beanie Babies as possible. <laughs> and then if someone gives you shit, be like, no, but... Didn't you know that this is a boss logic beanie baby? It's totally worth it. We don't need any of this arable farmland at all. This beanie baby is holding a basketball. Ooh, 360 slam dunk beanie baby. Yes, yes, yes. This is what we're looking at, folks. We can't escape the energy crisis and global warming. Bum, bum, bum. You've tuned into the Art Pros Podcast. Yeah, we really care. God, As you can man. tell, we really care about the planet. I want to I wanna get rich quick, man. I, yeah, wish, I wish I could get rich that quick. Yeah, I mean, remember we used to do the, the shtick of what would you do with $10 million, but really the new one is what would you do with 20 Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I would go straight to Google and be like, how do I sell Bitcoin? What is a Bitcoin? That's what I do. How do how do I sell Bitcoin and how do I turn Bitcoin into an art piece? Right. What do you do? What like how do you exchange a Bitcoin in a cool way? Cuz w- when you got cash, you could either if you want to exchange cash in a cool way, you can make a giant check. Or you could fill a suitcase, one of those shiny aluminum ones, those you know, secure looking Metal suitcases with like the, a Mission with, Impossible. Yeah, you get the uh, the handcuff. You handcuff the suitcase to your to your arm so that uh-huh. people can't take it from you without chopping your whole arm off. Yeah, with the little locks that flip up when you push the button, it goes, you know, makes that noise. You can fill one of those with cash. See, my big issue with Bitcoin is that you it's as of right now, it's very difficult to get a bunch of Bitcoin to make it rain. Like I went to the bank the other day and got. 40 bucks in cash because you know sometimes you you pass like the the squeegee boys or something you want to give someone a couple bucks to do something uh in cash because you can't swipe your credit what i'm just supposed to swipe my credit card between the dude's teeth or something like and it felt so good to have 41 dollar bills in my hand like i made it rain on the cat when i got home and like i was just throwing the money in the air you can't do that with bitcoin nope what are you gonna do you know what that must be what it feels like when when Neo has all those ones in the binary. Oh, in his brain, like yeah, 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 where everything's binary. That must be what making it rain with Bitcoin must feel like. I think <laughs> that's the noise, right? Yeah, that's Something the sound. Like that. I'll, I'll cut in like a sound, a real, real electronic ass sound in there. Yeah, yeah. The music in Matrix is so funny. Yeah. I rewatched it recently. I gotta rewatch it because every day I know we drift further away from the truth, further yeah. cl- closer to the blue pill every day. Yeah, 
Yeah. Every NFT you buy brings you farther away from God's light. How about that? Mm, that blue pill tastes good, though. Yeah, it does taste good. I mean, how <laughs> am I like like these beanie babies are so cool? I got um, I got a Boss Logic beanie baby. I got a People beanie baby. I got this beanie baby on uh this beanie baby nft that was like a pikachu um but it's like 3d so it like spun on my computer screen it was super epic whoa you know it would be a boss move what is to take one of those pills that morpheus gives you and just chew it Mmm. <laughs> reality mm. god damn yeah i think i'm anti-nft now just from all the people on instagram talking about it like i'm it's irritating i'm not I want to get rich. You want to get rich? You want to make some <laughs> NFTs? Yeah, I want to spend $2,000 on uh, five products, five digital products. I'm just hating, man. I don't do have anything think, to sell. Do you think that people uh, people like NFTs so much because like they're still not going outside? Yeah, for sure. Look, man, I can't relate to anybody buying and selling NFTs right now because it requires it requires money. I don't have that kind of money. Like, I can't hang out with that that type of person. You know, they're they're too busy making money. They're too busy I'm with their here. Bluetooth headset saying buy, 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 no wait, sell. Yep, with short sells and uh, long holds and stuff. You ever heard of a flash loan? No, what's that? That's like a that's like a thing in crypto. Where like you can write a code, you can basically take out a loan for a certain amount of cryptocurrency if you can write a code that by the end of a block in the blockchain uh, pays back your loan. So it's basically like instant money if you can write the right code. And I don't really know that much about how it works, but I'm guessing it's like like you borrow three Bitcoin and then you you transfer that to like six ethereum or like however many ethereum and then you transfer that to like nine chain link coins and then those nine chain link coins can like be translated back to like four bitcoin so you keep the extra bitcoin and it's all what? just in like one programmed list of numbers that's but you gotta be so good at programming yeah dude we're talking about chad brains like big mega like like the types of brains that could solve world hunger but they're too busy making money. Hmm. They're hacking money. They're hacking the money, everyone. That's what's going on. Yeah, dude. I'm over here trying to figure out how to make homemade pasta. And there's people out here <laughs> hacking money. Damn, what am I doing with my life, man? I gotta find I gotta get right with God, bro. Cause I'm I'm like way <laughs> I'm like being way too good of a person to uh to not be right to not believe in God. <laughs> you ever think about that like why do yeah. i do all this like nice stuff and then not believe in god yeah man total scum. i should just hack money yo you ever try uh one of those communion wafers before they're pretty <laughs> that's just pretty gas i ain't gonna lie <laughs> yeah dude get yeah. drunk at church that what about the catholic the bible nft do you think that exists don't look it up but <laughs> that's like the type of shit that i'm seeing is like i saw one that was um someone 3d scanned like a, sh a piece of shit trash can in their neighborhood that was like selling it as an nft and it's all it's all fun and games but all that shit has an electricity cost like a huge one that's what the news ain't telling you that instead they're saying they they regret to inform you that grime sold something real quick for a ton of money yeah we regret to inform you that Mark Cuban thinks NFTs are the future. 
Oops. Oh, man. Oh. Why did we post that? We use so much energy. Now, I think the reason why like the news doesn't want to cover that is because what you'll find out is this a single household, the average household could run for like 100 years and not use as much energy as a single Nike plant does in a week. They don't want you to do the math. Well, it'll be like 10 NFTs is equal to 1,000 hours of, of all the lights on or 35 minutes of one single Nike factory. So if one NFT is like, I don't know, $1,000, well, that's a whole year. I'm trying to add up my whole year's energy bill. It's probably, uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know, two thousand dollars. That's yeah, like that's a, that's about what we spend. Yeah, so that's like I guess equal, except you get a picture of Kobe doing a dunk instead of having a year's electricity at your house. Well, okay, so that's what it costs for us for a year, but the actual energy to make the to mint the NFT is like seventy of those. A uh, hundred and forty thousand dollars worth of for us is the equivalent of minting an NFT. Oh my god, it was so ridiculous. My brain refused to accept the logic from before. Oh, don't worry. I'm going to cut it all out and just make it sound like we did all these calculations instantly in our head. <laughs> like big-brained geniuses. So, I mean, I feel a lot better now that I got this off my chest. Yeah. This NFT stuff. But uh so like what what do artists have to take into account with all this information that we just uh dropped on them? Honestly, it the, the big thing is that it's a huge risk because you have to pay to try to sell your art for uh, I guess the return is potentially pretty large. But that's, you know, how comfortable would you be to pay to get your painting into a gallery? Is people do it all the time. Right, but how comfortable, you know what I mean? Do you want to do that? That's the type of idea that is going into NFTs. Yeah. Well, on top of that, artists who, for example, if you're an artist who is like brands themselves as environmentally conscious, you're already at a disadvantage if you use the computer or do anything at all because everything has an environmental cost to it. But even more so, if you mint an NFT, you're open to the criticism of an art medium that is so detrimental to the planet. In the same way that like if you're a fibers artist, um, inks, like the production of inks or even clothing, like if you're a fashion designer or you just like fashion, like all of that is a huge detriment to the planet and to water quality. It's just not a detriment here. It's a detriment in places like India. I mean, basically anything's open to uh, criticism. I think all, I see all these people hating on NFTs, environmental impact, because they're just trying to hate on crypto and the big brains that are hacking the money. Probably, man. I think that's a big part of it sometimes. I'm just jealous. I want to yeah. sit around and hang out press buttons like oh i pressed this button and made 14 grand today what did you do i called a guy and yelled at him until i made more money it was incredible nothing more <laughs> arousing <laughs> Woo, what a life if someone gave you 20 bitcoin right now renz what would you make with it? what would i make bitcoin with art bitcoin? piece yeah with 20 bitcoin i would make an arcade maze that's just random off the top of my head. That's not useful at all. Yeah, but that's pretty cool. Um, What else? Oh, I would make a restaurant. I have this idea to start a franchise in wealthy uh, communities called Bean Waters. And Bean Waters <laughs> is an uh, arcade and coffee bar. The idea is to put Bean Waters in shopping centers so wealthy parents can take their kids and get coffee 
while they shop at the malls. And they leave their kids at the Bean Waters because Bean Waters is an arcade. And Bean Waters also sells uh, organic and vegetarian hot dogs. Oh my god. For the kids, you know what I'm saying? That's actually a great brand. All you need to do is do the IKEA thing. People on staff as as uh, babysitters. Yeah, and fair trade coffee. Fair trade coffee. Yep. So the moms they go there, they get their Starbucks level quality coffee. They got an interesting cup. Y- you want to look like you're going to a place that no one's ever heard of before when you're at that that the uh, tier of market that I'm trying to sell to. And you get to leave the little tykes. They get to play their their arcade games, and and you hire some consultants from the video game industry to to put, you know, to basically tell you to put Fortnite and Minecraft arcade in there. <laughs> yeah, you give them a little card, a Beanwater card that has their profile on it. Shoot, they'll want to come back all the time, and they get that social platform. You'll need to spend a lot of money on child-sized boxing gloves and referees because you know if you have like Minecraft and Fortnite in an arcade, shit's going to go down. It's going to make money, dude. Bean it's, Waters? Yeah. Dude, Bean Waters is a great idea. I'll invest right now. I have uh, I have two Ethereum that I'll, inve- I'll invest in Bean Waters at this moment. Yeah, you can have like uh, programming events where kids program their Roblox live, a Roblox map live. Boom. Bean Waters Roblox. could host things like uh, BattleBots and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But with Put, with uh, fair trade coffee, fair trade and concerts, concerts. Because yeah. we're not, we're trying to have like five Bean Waters, and each of them are going to be dank. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I don't think Sears can can afford the lease anymore like sears is not doing the numbers it needs to do so we could just rent all the sears to do that so like first floor fair trade coffee second floor is like the the arcade maze and then the third floor is events yep yep something like that that'd be like a like a the the bean water super center the beaniest i'm talking about like uh calabasas location (laughs) yeah yeah somewhere in san jose damn Right. Yeah. yeah. And then you could form like a relationship with the San Jose Tech Museum. Exactly. Cross promote. Yeah, that's yep. genius. Bean waters, dude. Yeah. Put I want I want Minecraft in arcades. I want Fortnite in arcades. I want Roblox programming competitions in arcades for kids with organic hot dogs and fair trade coffee for their parents who want to shop at Lululemon. And here's the thing is it doesn't need to like it's not gonna look all kid teched out like the coffee area is really gonna have some bespoke wooden furniture and industrial accents and it's gonna be Mm -hmm. it's gonna have a lot of plants around like it's gonna be the type of place a wagon wheel exactly it's gonna be it's gonna look like crate and barrel rustic (laughs) yep yep i'm thinking the color of coffee brown yeah brown amazing hot dogs red like reddish uh maroon you know what i'm saying like we'll 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 pretty up the color of hot dogs um make it more brown yep less Um, more brown and i'm thinking yellow as the happy color that's great that's a great idea 20 bitcoin for all that i got it all figured out and then all you have to do is say that you accept bitcoin and people will go there just off principle like (laughs) wow how futuristic of an idea they accept bitcoin that's like this is like the tesla of starbucks yeah, there can be a game in there that takes Bitcoin, like like one whole Bitcoin to play per game. Yep, we get uh, we get a game. 
you could have a uh, two chains come and do that. What's that show called? World's most expensivest. World's most yeah. expensivest arcade game. And it's the only place you can play this game. And it's the Bean Waters game. You can get it there, or you could buy one of the six NFTs of the game to play at home. Yep, and you can only play it once, and then when you die, it, it can't play it anymore. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it shuts you out of it. It blows up all of your stuff. I mean, that's the, that's only fair because that's the same way. That's the same experience you get at at Bean Waters. You know, <laughs> then you have to re when you die. Yeah, you have to you have to pay another insert another credit to play it again. God damn, that's a great idea, Renz. Bean Waters, amazing. That's one of my closely guarded ideas. So if you want to oh, steal don't. it, don't. I got it's it. Mine. I got it. You could put together the entire business plan and sell that as an NFT. Oh. So you don't ever have to make bean waters. You can just design it, sell the NFT, and someone else can make it. I like that. Like a blueprint, like a, do the whole nine yards, do the whole... The, I, I need to create a deck. I got to sell a PowerPoint. I have to sell a PowerPoint as an NFT. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it, dude. It's like the same thing. Uh, if Ikea, like let's say Ikea wanted to get into the NFT game, they do is they sell like Ikea instructions for how you can make things with things you could buy at like Home Depot. Whoa, I like that. Yeah, this how, is the big brain how podcast. To guides. How to guides. That's a good idea. NFTs? No, well, maybe <laughs> NFTs. I didn't realize how much it costs to mint an NFT, though. Yeah, it's kinda, pretty kinda wild. Getting... Do you think quantum computers would ease a little bit of that energy input output or input? I think so. The issue with quantum computing that could do that, from what I've read, is that it would also make the blockchain like irrelevant. Really? Because it could compute. It would compute fast enough to like beat blockchain encryption. But quantum computing would only really be in the hands of like a few people. Because you can't give, you can't give a nuclear bomb to someone who takes a shit at their house and scrolls through TikTok all day. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but anything that Apple sells is going to be used to for that basically. <laughs> quantum computing. Wow. Well. I mean, I think logically there would just evolve uh Bitcoin would just evolve into like, I don't know, cryptocurrency will evolve into quantum currency. Quantum currency would be too crazy. I'd have to just I'd have to sunset myself. What the heck? How could that even I'm all right. I don't want to get into that. That's all I know, man. Yeah, me too. I'm glad that we uh we closed out the the issue with nfts i feel like i got a monkey off my back with that one nfts oh, yeah. are starting to bug me a little bit i don't know if i'll get as far as doing that i barely get posting on twitter and marketing on twitter you know what's your twitter handle my twitter handle is rens underscore studio oh i get what you're doing yeah <laughs> yeah Work i'm on people. twitter <laughs> Where can people find you, Renz? Hey, uh, want to know if I'm on Twitter? Well, I am. You can find me on Twitter if you look up Renz underscore studio. And where can you find the Art Pros podcast, bro? If you want to listen to more Art Pros podcasts, visit our website at www.artprospodcast.com. If you use Instagram, you can see our Instagram 
and you can find that by searching paid.artists. If you want to support us further, you can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash paid.artists. Patreon.com slash art pros podcast. Wait, what did I say? Paid.artists. <laughs> Thanks, Cage. I got you. I, was, I thought I was doing pretty well there for a second, but no, you were killing it. You're killing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with something less digital brained. Something amazing. Maybe we'll talk about eggs. Maybe, maybe egg art. There's a Filipino artist who carves ostrich eggs that are pretty cool. Maybe we'll talk about eggs. That's the thing with the Art Pros Podcast. You never really know. All right, guys. We love you. Peace. Peace.